Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. So welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 240. We are continuing our One Little Spark series, which if you are new here, what we're doing here is taking a different emotion or a feeling and talking about how we can construct a day to achieve that with the Disney parks and at home. Even last time we even talked about a Universal Park, so we threw in a a little bit of a different one. But mainly we're talking about Disney parks and how we can do that at home. And so comfort, I think, is a very interesting feeling. We've talked about peace in the past, and I think there's a lot of similarities. But comfort, I think, adds an extra level of nostalgia. We've heard it described as, like, when I ride this attraction, I feel like I'm getting a warm hug. Is that kind of the same way that you're picturing it when you're structuring your day? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to have those Olaf vibes. I think it's almost, it is a sense of familiarity, um, kind of like you are sitting at home in your pajamas with a blanket on. And I mean, I think it just comes from like knowing what you're getting. There's no surprises and you're just like happy and comfortable with what you're doing. It's kind of like your ideal stuff. So the way that we have structured this is we are going to walk through which parks we're visiting, what attractions we're doing, what we're eating, where we're sitting, and then on the way home, what we're listening to. And then once we get home, what are we watching to kind of round it all out and get that feeling of comfort that we're looking after. And then stick around for the end of the episode. We also have some listener feedback where we asked our Facebook group to share what are the attractions that are their comfort rides. And we had some really nice stories to tell as well. So looking forward to sharing those at the end. So I think let's both kind of go concurrently. I know we're both park hopping on both of our list. Let's get to like lunchtime each and then we'll pause and let the other person go. Does that sound good? Yeah, it sounds good to me. All right, get started. All right. So I am going to start my day at a place that feels very much like home when we vacation at Disney. So we've gotten to stay at Old Key West Resort a few times And it does feel very homey. Um, I think just like the resort itself, the rooms, it's just kind of like whenever we go there, they are a little bit bigger. You can kind of spread out. And our favorite breakfast place, my favorite breakfast place is there. Would you agree? Your favorite breakfast place on all of property? Well, it's, it's up there. That's why I picked it. But is it one of your favorites? It is. Okay. So I picked Olivia's to start off the day. We're going to eat breakfast there. And in particular, and this is kind of up in the air for me because I don't know if it's still on the menu, but I'm going to get the crab cakes, eggs, Benedict, that's a mouthful, and some coffee. And to me, that's just a very, like, it fills you up and you feel good about yourself. Maybe (laughs) you might be a little too full, but it's just like the perfect way to start your day. It feels like someone home cooked it. It's a good slow pace to start your day. Like you're, you don't feel like you're running around like a crazy person. You have all the pictures on the walls. So you can kind of see other families enjoying Disney, and it's just very 
Like, ah, yes, I'm supposed to be here. I really like that choice. I'm surprised that I didn't think of it as well. But I was going to say the ambiance of Olivia's has a very homey feel. The, the waiters treat you as such. Is that one of those places? I know there needs to be like a definitive list. Some places they call the waiters and waitresses like cousin Jimmy, cousin Beth. You know, like 50s Primetime does that. Whispering Canyon, I think, does that as well. Is Olivia's one of those that calls them cousin? I could see it being one of those, but we don't... I don't think I've ever specifically heard them say anything like that. But I do think, like you said, the pictures on the wall really give it a homey feel. It's a rather small restaurant for Disney standards. And it's... I, I think that is a... Perfect start to a comfort day. I would not be getting the crab cakes egg benedict. I would be getting the banana bread French toast because that is life changing. You can't go wrong with either one. They're really. both fantastic. And you just stick around for lunch and eat the fried chicken and then you're just <laughs> then good, you're good for the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Where are we going after that? So I'm going to start my day at Magic Kingdom. I just feel like you have to, honestly, if you're talking about comfort and feeling at home and just having that like warm fuzzy feeling i think it starts at magic kingdom so we're going to go there bright and early in the morning where everything is a little more quiet i guess you could say and then we're going to not necessarily walk all the way down main street because i'm going to start my day with a ride around the train we're too much alike to do I know. this this is our issue is we we do think quite alike, but my I have a couple different reasons for picking the train. I think it is very just calming. It's pretty relaxing. Um, it brings me a lot of comfort knowing that Walt loved trains, so this would have been something that he really enjoyed. So I think it's cool to think about that. But just from a more like family connection, growing up, my pop-up loved trains just he had so many model trains. He loved Disney. He retired and worked at Disney. So I feel like his goal was to be a train conductor. That doesn't happen because those guys who do it never leave. And I just think, you know, that's where he would have loved. So I like it a lot, too. I So the Walt Disney World Railroad, Railroad also made my list. And I think there's also a comfort level to knowing that it never ends. Like you don't ever have to get off of it until the <laughs> until the park closes, of course. I think there's a comfort level to that is that you can ride it two, three, four times if you really wanted to. And you can always pick up something new. There's great people watching capabilities as well on the Walt Disney World Railroad. I think more than anything, I mean, I just miss it tremendously right now. Mm-hmm. It's It's been so long. It's what, been two years? Since the railroad has been in operation and it is a trip to Magic Kingdom doesn't quite feel complete without it. I think fireworks are a big one. And obviously we understand why they can't do that right now. But the railroad, if it was in operation, they could be running it right now socially distanced, I think. I mean, because they're running the Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Kilimanjaro safaris, like there's definitely ways to do it. So I think that's a... That's a great answer. So what's next for you? So I might go around one and a half times tying to your, you never really have to get off. So you're starting at the front. At the front. Mm -hmm. And where are you getting off? I'm going to go all the way around and then halfway around again. So I end up in 
Fantasyland. Just because I think when I think about Fantasyland, that's where I feel the most at home in Magic Kingdom. I think growing up, because we were girls, that's where we just love to spend all of our time with the princesses and everything. And I would feel most at home kind of where the carousel is, where you can see the back of the castle and you can see new Fantasyland. I think because growing up, you know, that's where Dumbo was. And Dumbo was like the focal point of everything. I feel like, I don't know, we spent a lot of time on Dumbo. (laughs) We were kind of babies growing up. But I think I would have to go back there and ride Dumbo also. I think that's a good one. So hang out in Fantasyland for a while, ride Dumbo, and then I would probably just spend some time sitting in the hub. We recently discovered the joys of hubgrass. I don't know why we never really took the time to sit there before, but I'd probably hang out there for a little while. Would you have coffee? Second cup of coffee for the day? Absolutely. You have to get Disney coffee. Joffrey's or Starbucks? Starbucks. I know we have this discussion all the time. We want to like Joffrey's and we really have tried it a lot more recently. So good for us for trying something new. We found some things that we like now. We're trying. We're trying. I really like the gingerbread one that they have right now. Which and is unfortunate because it's just a limited. It is a seasonal one. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to find like a mainstay Joffrey's go-to drink. I know a lot of people like that shake in Jamaican. I do not like it. I yeah. I don't know why. I guess I'm just like hooked to Starbucks cold brew. Whoops. Anyway, so you have a coffee. You're sitting on the hub grass. My question is, because it came up when I was making my list, do you have a particular season that you're thinking about? Like are there particular decorations that are up? Or the music that's playing in the hub, anything like hitting home that comfort feeling? I did actually think about this. And I don't know if it's just because it's Christmas time right now. So it's kind of on the brain. Um, Christmas comes to mind. But I think really when I picture this, because when we went most often as kids, it was kind of like in March, that kind of time period, March, April. Uh, We went a lot around like Easter because we would have some of those days off. So that's kind of where my mind goes. It's just like a normal spring day. It's like 75 degrees. You're not too hot, not too cold, just kind of hanging out. Um. So yeah, no real decorations. I mean, I just enjoy the, just the normal kind of park music that they play. Diet Magic Kingdom. No overlays, no anything. Diet Magic. Is that what you just call it? That's what they call... Um... Epcot when there's no festival is Diet Epcot. Oh, well, see, that fits Epcot. So I'm applying that to Magic Kingdom. Okay. Like no special overlay or anything. Yeah, nothing special. Just good old Magic Kingdom. Okay. Any other attractions or are you ready for lunch at this point? I would be pretty content going to lunch at this point. All right. Where are we going? Oh, we're going to talk about lunch? Yeah, get through your lunch and then I'll go. Okay. Um, So we're hopping over to Disney Springs. For lunch. Well, we're all over the place today. We are. This is this is we're gonna need our own personal mini van driver or something. Someone to chauffeur us around. But we're gonna go to Disney Springs and the place that feels the most comforting has got to be homecoming. Oh. I like how you didn't put the G on the end. You can't. It's you're there a real is, southerner now. No, 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 no. There's no G at the end of the restaurant title. Homecoming. <laughs> so I'm going there. Sweet tea. 
fried chicken and donuts. I mean, is there anything better? I I can't think of anything better. I mean, you're really taking that comfort food label to heart. Because that's what is comforting. I feel like if we had if we grew up on other food, it might be, it might be different for everybody. But if we're making our list, then you've got to have those comfort foods. Okay. And I'm honestly, I'm thinking more of like a very, like a late lunch, early dinner. Oh, I thought you were about to say a light lunch. No. I was like, there's no such thing at homecoming. <laughs> no, I just wanted to throw this out there that I didn't have a dinner planned. So this is, this is late lunch, early dinner. I have dessert planned. Okay. I mean, but I'm more Olivia's, of a three meal a day kind of person, but maybe you, you're different. Olivia's and fried chicken and donuts, Brendan, I think. You hit your good. calorie mark yeah. for the day. You <laughs> I, hit your calorie mark in the first three bites. <laughs> I think we're good. So I'll stop there. Okay, so I am also starting at Magic Kingdom, but we're actually having breakfast in the park instead of outside the park like you talked about, Olivia's. And I think you're probably going to notice a theme here, which I didn't really realize that I felt this way about this character and this title and, and everything. But it popped up a lot when I was thinking about comfort. But we're going to start at Crystal Palace for breakfast. And I was a little bit hesitant to put this on my list because, honestly, buffets give me a lot of, a lot of anxiety. <laughs> I don't really like buffets at all. But I'm hoping now that Crystal Palace opens pretty soon and they're doing family style and they're bringing the characters back. And I think it's really the characters there that bring a lot of comfort. I mean, getting, I know you can't right now, but getting a hug from Pooh and Piglet and Tigger, I mean. And Eeyore. And Eeyore. I mean, is that not like the most comforting group that you can imagine? Yeah, that's a good one. I I didn't even think about that. So I like that. And that's one that we frequent with your family a lot. That's a place where they enjoy going. Your mom likes the Winnie the Pooh characters. Yeah. So Crystal Palace for breakfast. Again, if I had an alternative outside of if like if I wasn't feeling the buffet slash family style, sometimes I'm not. It would be just a Cheshire Cat tail. And so you'd get that from Cheshire Cat Cafe and then you'd go sit over next to the Mad Tea Party and enjoy it over there. Do some people watching. Mad Tea Party is one of my favorite ones to watch people ride because a lot of times you'll see. Like the kids spinning it and the parents hate it or <laughs> vice versa. I just think it's really nice. Is that all you're going to do there? Or is that just the start of the day? No, I'm just starting. Oh, well, I didn't know. You kind of paused like you were content. I, I mean, I would be content, but we're, we're going to keep pushing on. We're going to keep on keeping on. Okay. So after we get breakfast, the rides that we're going to do, very first, we're going to do the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And I think that attraction... To me, I know it's a newer attraction, but I do think it has a lot of nostalgia just based on the characters and the feeling that you get from it. What's your favorite part of that ride? My favorite part of that ride is... I mean, I really like the end where they're all... They go, hooray! Yeah, where they go, hooray, at the very <laughs> end. I mean, it's not... Outside of the constraints of being a comfort ride, I mean, I love Pooh's Heffalump and Woozle dream. I think that scene is really awesome. That was going to be mine, actually. 
but that doesn't really scream comfort well. as much. I mean, because it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> but I think just poo in general. I love rabbit and rabbit gets quite a few appearances in this attraction. So that's, that's what I would do first. Next for attractions, we're going to do the people mover. Mm. I think it's extremely comforting. Uh, again, you can do multiple laps if you really want to. Hopefully the line is not too long. Right before people mover closed, it was getting a really long line. And it's very concerning. Well, that's what we talked about is that we need to stop hyping up the people mover. People need to stop making shirts. People need to act like it's super lame again. Because, yeah, waiting 30 minutes for the people mover or 45 minutes. I mean, the line was significantly long. That is unheard of. And it needs to be stopped. That is the last thing that we need is, I mean, it takes away the luster of it if you have to wait a long time for it. But I think just the comfort that you get from it and it almost makes you, because there's so many good people watching opportunities and you get kind of a behind the scenes view of Magic Kingdom, I think it kind of puts you into that mode where like it makes you feel small in a good way and it makes your problems seem insignificant. I think because it's such a different vantage point that you're getting to see everybody in Tomorrowland, it brings me a lot of comfort. And I think probably other people as well. And it's just smooth. It's breezy, carefree. Like you don't have to worry about it. You can close your eyes. You're not really missing anything if you want to. It does get dark. So there's that. So people mover. And then I would end it with the railroad. And so I might ride it around twice. I mean, I think I really like, I think I like to get on and off at the train station up front. Um, I just think it's, Fantasyland is okay. I don't really like the Frontierland station though. No, that would be my least favorite. Unless you were particularly trying to go there um, for whatever reason, maybe if you were riding a ride or something back there. Yeah, to me, that's the least desirable exit. And so for me, for lunch, I'm ready for lunch at this point. Okay. I'm going to eat at Columbia Harbor House, and we very specifically have to go upstairs and eat next to one of the windows that's overlooking Fantasyland. And it's kind of the same vibes that you get from the People Mover. Mm -hmm. Just a different vantage point. You feel hidden almost because nobody looks up there. Yeah. When they're walking past Peter Pan and the Tangled Bathrooms. Or you can look out over Haunted Mansion. That's a fine view as well. But I think that's... I would get fish and chips. Of course. You have to. That's a comfort food, I think. No, I agree. Yeah, that's a good one. So that's where I would stop at lunch. You want to pick up your day again now? Okay. So after we eat at Homecoming... We are going to park hop over to my personal favorite, Animal Kingdom. And again, the weather has to be perfect because I feel like it could be very uncomforting if you're at Animal Kingdom and it's a million degrees outside. But it's the perfect day to be at Animal Kingdom. There's a slight breeze. And I think I'm just going to spend a lot of my time just kind of walking around, um, going to the Tree of of Life trails. We're going to spend some time over there checking everything out, 
Um, I would want to do Kilimanjaro Safari just because that's always been a favorite of mine. I do think now it's very relaxing. I think once they kind of changed the script of there's not poachers that you're trying to catch or anything like that, you can just kind of get on there and just enjoy the moment. You know, it's carefree. You can just look at the animals and enjoy the beauty and everything that's out there. Um, maybe learn a few new facts. Hopefully get stuck in a traffic jam, which, fun fact, we were actually stuck in a traffic jam today, and it was glorious. They had to coax away the giraffe with some lettuce. Her name was Violet. Violet, yep. She wanted, she was in the road. She didn't want to leave, and the keepers had to bring lettuce out to get her away. It was great. And she had to think about it for a long time. Oh, yeah, she was very conflicted, Violet was. She's like, this tree tastes really good over here, though. So I think definitely do Kilimanjaro Safari and then sticking in that area of the parks because I think, to me, the Africa section is my favorite part of Animal Kingdom. I'd probably hang out in there and then I'd go to the Gorilla Falls Trail. And, I mean, just walking around, you're you're not on like a time crunch. You're not trying to get a fast pass or, you know, be the first in line or run through anything. I think you can just kind of take it all in and just enjoy being there. I didn't really – we did that today, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I Comfort isn't necessarily the emotion I get out of it. Obviously, you get that feeling out of it. What do you think it is? Do you think it's just because there's, like, no pressure, there's no – time limit, there's no one rushing you along that that brings you comfort for that reason? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just something about seeing the animals just kind of like doing their own thing and they're not in any hurry and you just kind of get to observe them. And it's kind of like what you said about Magic Kingdom. It's like you're just watching from afar, like you're doing your own thing, the animals are doing their own thing, and just like being in that space with them, I think it's just very comforting and it's just like everybody's enjoying it like you're happy there's no pressure and it's just it's very familiar like whenever I go to Animal Kingdom I just feel like everything is very like I know where everything is I know what I'm doing I know what I want to do and where I want to go so I just think to me it's that is comforting just knowing like okay I'm here and I'm happy to be here anything else that you're doing in Animal Kingdom or are you ready for dessert at this point? So I'd probably spend a good bit of time walking around. So at this point, it would, I'd probably leave around like sunset time. So we're, <laughs> I, th I thought this <laughs> nice. through. So we've hung out there for a while. We're watching the sunset go down behind the tree of life. I don't know if that's geographically accurate, if you can watch that. But in a perfect world, you could, I guess. And from there... We are going to end the day at another place where we feel very at home. And we're going to go to the Polynesian. Oh. And what are we doing there? Well, so we're going to get to-go bread pudding. And we're going to sit on the beach. And we're going to watch the fireworks at Magic Kingdom. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, that's a food that's very comforting. It's very filling. Uh, I don't know why feeling to me just equates for comfort. 
<laughs> but it does. So we just get a big pile of that and it's <laughs> <Big pile of laughs> it. a big pile of bread pudding and we just take it outside we'd sit on one of those little hammocks right there um and just kind of hang out until the fireworks started just watch the fireworks okay and so that ends your time in the parks or at the walt disney world resort at that point yeah because next would be your ride home and then what we're watching at home so i'll get to that point as well so after i left magic kingdom I'm going to Epcot next. And that to me is surprising. Why I so? don't I just don't peg you as a Epcot kind of person. Well, we might have to have some truth time together right now. Okay. Uh because one of the the first attraction that I want to do is Spaceship Earth. And you do not like Spaceship Earth. And it brings me a lot of comfort and you always want to skip it. And so this is maybe this is me pleading. I would like to ride Spaceship Earth next time we go to Epcot. All right, I didn't know. It's not that I don't like Spaceship Earth. I think there's just some things about Spaceship Earth, and I know. Oh gosh, this could be a hot take. It just kind of makes it's just kind of dingy. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the appropriate word to use, but that's almost how it makes me feel sometimes. Okay. Hearing Dame Judy Dench's voice narrate it, is that not comforting alone it in is, itself? It okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm willing to hear you out. Okay. So I'm riding Spaceship Earth as soon as we get there. And then afterwards I'm also doing Soren. And so Soren is like one of the most stress relieving, comforting attractions possible in my mind unless you're scared of heights unless you're scared of heights but i well i am scared of heights but i like soren but like i love your feet dangling the wind rushing through the smells i mean everything about it i think soren is very comforting for for me i mean i think like fiji screams comfort which i was going to ask that which version would You're you saying between over California and around and, the world? Yeah. I mean, I just think as Walt Disney World people, we just have to accept that around the world is... Is ours. Is ours. Yeah. I think we all agree that Soarin' Over California, a lot of people agree that it's a better version, but I can't wish for something that they're not going to bring back. Okay. Very now, realistic. I think it's more appropriate in DCA, but I think for Epcot, it's going to be Soarin' Around the World. Permanently. Um, and so after we ride both of those attractions, those are really the only two attractions that I want to do. I thought about Grand Fiesta Tour, but I don't think that's comforting as much. It's too like upbeat to be comforting. You just want to dance whenever you're on Grand Fiesta Tour. Yeah, it's definitely fun and it's lighthearted, but I could agree, not maybe necessarily comforting. And so next we're going to take a stroll around the World Showcase. And there's probably multiple stops that we're going to make, but there's two in particular that we have to make to get this comfort feeling. First is we're going to stop at the Japan Pavilion, and we're going to get some violet sake, and we're going to go sit in the little gardens that they have up there in the Japan Pavilion next to the quick service. And I can't Katsura Grill. Mm -hmm. So the outdoor dining that they have there with, the water features and everything, just enjoying a violet soggy back there is very comforting for me. What do you think? 
No, I completely agree. I think to me that almost just draws an interesting line between just being peaceful and being comforting. And again, the two words are so close, it's kind of hard to I think differentiate. An, I think the way that I've been able to differentiate it, at least in my mind at the moment, and I might change later, is I think that there's a level of nostalgia that's attached to comfort and familiarity. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the Japan Pavilion maybe doesn't exactly like check all those boxes because we just recently started spending a lot of time back there. But I just think it's it's peaceful almost to a point of that now we've visited enough where it's comforting, if that makes sense. That makes sense. You're with me? I'm with you. Okay. So then we're going to continue going around. We started in Mexico, by the way. I just thought that was obvious, right? Nobody starts in Canada. No, I mean, it's definitely the appropriate path to go to Mexico, but it is good to confirm. I just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page. Yeah. And so it's time for dinner at this point, and we're going to get some fish and chips from the Yorkshire Fish Shop place in the UK Pavilion. And then we're going to go back into the gardens area, back where Mary Poppins and Alice meet sometimes, back where the British Revolution used to do their concert, R.I.P., and we're going to sit back there and enjoy our fish and chips. Maybe a beer to go with it. So you mean to tell me that on your comfort day, you're eating fish and chips twice. I actually didn't realize that until <laughs> you just said it. But I guess I really love fish and chips. Who can blame me? Maybe I'm getting something else at uh, Harbor House. They got chicken tenders. No. No. I would absolutely die if you got chicken tenders. (laughs) I mean, okay. You have a theme. I have a theme for Southern food. You have a theme for fish and chips, apparently. Okay. Another alternative version of Harbor House, because we've done this before. We've gotten food from like Westward Ho, the little cart that's over there in Frontierland, and we've eaten it in Harbor House. So that's an alternative version if you didn't want to double up on fish and chips. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I said it out loud. But I guess the heart wants what it wants. We're <laughs> um, also just creatures of habit. So there we go. And the other thing that came to my mind, if if there's time allowing and if this is available, I think you have to meet Baymax. He is very comforting. And I think we've mentioned him in previous episodes as well. You can tell I love meeting Baymax. Talk about. You can hug him. You can fist bump him. The way he walks is so amusing. Just everything about it is fantastic. Yeah. Talk about comfort. I I think with that, you just hit the nail on the head. Baymax encompasses everything for comfort. That's his main everything. So, yeah, you can't leave Baymax and just not feel like a warm, fuzzy feeling. Are there any character interactions that you want to add now that you know that they're on the table? Um, oh, gosh. I think something that brings me a lot of comfort and joy right now in particular is seeing Winnie the Pooh with a butterfly net. Oh, my gosh. I'm serious. That, it goes with Winnie the Pooh, and you mentioned him earlier. I think he is a very discomforting character because he is a big part of your childhood and things like that. It's someone who, 
you trust and you love and he's adorable. And yeah, poo on that hill with a butterfly net ticks all the boxes. So that's one that I feel like since we can't do character meet and greets right now, if you, if I were looking for comfort today, seeing him there would bring me some comfort. And so I'll go ahead and talk about on the way home. So this is where we have our music or audio section for what we would do to bring comfort. I think I I hate I say this every week, but it's Parks music. I mean, it's Main Street USA loop. I also recently Disney has a jazz playlist that I really enjoy and um, something that's somewhat embarrassing. You know, they have like the Spotify year in review. Mm-hmm. That, that that everybody's been doing. Apple Music has a similar thing. It's not quite as fancy. Like, it doesn't format it the same way that Spotify does. But we use Apple Music, and they put together a playlist of all of your top songs for the year. The Monsters, Inc. <laughs> song was my number one song played of 2020. So I guess that's... I don't know what that means for me. <laughs> I didn't expect that. But I, I generated my playlist. And it's like, Monsters, Inc. theme song. So there we go. There we go. And then once I get home, the movie that I am turning on to feel comfort, this is where I'm saying, like, we've hit home the same theme. Christopher Robin and Big Hero 6. So Mm. both of those are very, very comforting for me. Really, I chose Christopher Robin mainly just because I love Ewan McGregor. But you could put on the Tigger movie. One of the Tigger movie two. What is I don't remember what the second one is called. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you could put on the many adventures of Winnie the, the Pooh. The many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. You could put on the TV show. I just think all oh, of those characters are excellent at bringing comfort, and so that's that's how I would wrap out my day. So you want to wrap yours up? Yeah. So I'm again very similar. But as far as comforting music, it's really anything instrumental. Um, there's a few like songs or soundtracks that come to mind, like Tangled. I feel like that's very comforting. Um, the Up theme song. Um, what else? Hercules, like the Jungle Book. Um, just any kind of those movies that I was big fans of as a kid. The Lion King, anything Lion King related, really. And movies was actually really hard. For me, Um, I'm not going to lie. I actually didn't think of a movie until just now that I feel like brought me a lot of comfort. And it wasn't until we thought about like people that are comforting and the person who I find the most comforting ever is Julie Andrews. So I mean, everything of her voice, her presence. Um, So I had to go with. Mary Poppins followed by Princess Diaries. That would talk. I mean, to me, that is comfort just wrapped up in a little bottle. So just a Julie Andrews marathon. Yes. Are you going to listen to the sound of music after that or watch the sound of music? No, 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 no. Maybe Princess Diaries too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that to me would just. Be the perfect end to my day. I thought of another one that's definitely not Disney, but I bet it would make, if you were looking for comfort on a day, I guarantee you, the Price is Right would come on the TV for you. Yeah, we would have to, we'd have to start the day before breakfast, before going to Olivia's, we'd have to watch 
Price is Right, preferably with Bob Barker. Oh my gosh. I mean, come on. I don't know. I almost get a little bit of anxiety watching Price is Right. Anxiety is not the right word. Just like apprehension because I um, I missed a lot of school as a kid <laughs> and I milked it quite a bit. And so a lot of times, like I have a lot of guilty feelings around watching The Price is Right because I know that I stayed home more days than I should have. And I watched The Price is Right <laughs> when, when doing so. But you don't get that feeling. You never miss school. So. No, it was, this is like a purely a summer guilty pleasure for me. See, I have like very strong, like chicken noodle soup and Price is Right, like go together very closely. They're like the same thing. But that is comfort. It is comfort. Yeah. All right. So you want to get some of our listener feedback for this? Yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah. So we asked our listeners just like, what are your comfort attractions? And we premised it the same way that we talked about at the beginning of the episode saying, you know, what are the rides that feel like you're receiving a warm hug on them? And so we got some really good answers. Our friend Katie said that her comfort attractions are basically any dark ride, relaxing in a boat or vehicle and taking in the scenery at whatever pace I can handle. I'll never forget going on It's a Small World first thing in the morning, my first time at the parks alone, and tearing up just at the joyful, nothing asked of the moment I was getting to myself. Pure magic. It's a Small World came to mind for me, but I hate to say this. I would, it'd be the Disneyland version. So that's why I marked it off. The only reason that I wouldn't include it is just because I don't like where the boats get backed up. At the end. Well, in an ideal world, maybe they're not doing that. I don't think there's any world (laughs) where they don't get backed up, honestly. That, that, it doesn't ruin it for me because I still like the experience. But yeah, if you could eliminate that, it would be a lot more comforting because I kind of, you get that feeling like, okay, when are we going to get off? You know, when you're stuck there for a while. So that's a good one. Our friend Erica said pirates and especially the Disneyland pirates, the smell, the scene and the experience. And then she also shared, and I thank you for sharing this, Erica, that she gets anxiety going to the dentist. And something that she do does is to ride virtually Pirates of the Caribbean over and over again. And it calms her down. And I think that's we've done that before a little bit. Like we'll watch a ride through of something that that we really want there you know that we need calming down or or whatever it might be or for missing it so i think that's really cool next our friend Catherine said carousel of progress the people mover and spaceship earth see Catherine, spaceship earth you're missing out i'm not hating on spaceship earth you are the biggest spaceship earth hater i know no that is that is false that's a little dramatic well Our friend Amanda said, the carousel, something about going round and around makes me feel like a kid. And then Kelsey gave it another vote for Pirates at Disneyland. Um, And then last one, our friend Stacy said that Soren and Navi River Journey are her comfort attractions. Navi especially is so peaceful and beautiful and the music of Pandora always makes me breathe a little deeper. The music of Soren is a big part of how it makes me feel too. A little adventure, but mostly just very content. So I think those are all excellent examples. I actually did think about the Navi River journey for a lot of those same reasons. I think the music plays into that comforting feeling. But kind of like you mentioned, a lot to me for comfort 
is kind of having like a childhood tie to it almost, you know, like that, just that extra feeling that you get. And because Navi's so new, I don't get that. So that's why I left it off. But that's that's a good one. So before we wrap this up, are there any other comfort features that come to mind for you that you would, if someone was looking to achieve that, of of what could bring them comfort? So the only park that we didn't mention was Hollywood Studios. So I feel like I'm racking my brain right now trying to think of, if you were looking for comfort in Hollywood Studios, what would it be? I almost feel like that park is so just like adventure driven right now it's that like it's thrill oriented. Yeah, that it's kind of hard. Because um, I would almost say the great movie ride, but obviously there is no great movie ride. Um, I, I think mean, we like Gertie. We like sitting by Gertie. I was going to say it'd probably be areas more so in Hollywood Studios. So I think Sunset Boulevard is very comforting for me. Uh, you can always find like a a seat in the Anaheim produce area and the music there, I think plays a really big role into it. I would maybe say the beauty and the beast show whenever it comes back could bring some comfort, but yeah, everything else is so slinky dog. Uh, Tachos just came to mind (laughs) eating some tachos and just watching slinky dog would be very comforting. Um, Cause I think toy story does bring a lot of nostalgia um, I think the only thing that's maybe not comforting about that area is that it can be very crowded. And I think for that reason, we just kind of feel a little more tense, maybe, you know, than you would want to if you were going for that comforting feeling. But tachos definitely give you that sense of comfort. It's all about food, really. It is. I mean, I think that's a big part of comfort. So. We thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We had a lot of fun discussing how we can achieve comfort in the Disney parks and at home. Uh, And tell us your answer. So send it to us on social media. We'd love to share those out with the listeners so that other people can get a good idea. If you're looking for comfort on your next trip to the parks or if you're looking for it at home, then we would love if we could all get better at it. So Wednesday's episode is one that has been highly requested. And one that we are super excited for, and I think we're going to be able to do it justice, but it's a tall order, Haunted Mansion Holiday. So I am super excited for it. Haunted Mansion was by far our best storytelling uh, series episodes as far as listener feedback, and, and you guys just loved how we were able to break down that story. And so Haunted Mansion Holiday, I hope we can do a very similar thing. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely the highlight of going to Disneyland kind of in this season, which is why we felt now is the time to talk about it for sure. Um, But it's a lot of fun. It's by far the most intricate overlay that they do. And because it really is its own ride, it deserves its own storytelling series. Yep. So make sure you're subscribed and to not miss that episode when it comes out later this week. Hope you guys are having a wonderful start to your week, and we will talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.